Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Broadcasting live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. It is world-famous fantasy football frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, the return of the closer, Chris Ventra. Fancy cast Jim Day coming up on the program today. Wild card football in the books. We pushed towards the division round. Plus tonight, hey, might as well be an NFL game. Got the college football playoff national championship. Get into all of that stuff. Break that down. A little bit later on, we'll get the phone calls on deck at 844-843-6879. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to all the Goon Squad members that came out to celebrate with us for Gabe's joint this past Friday night. Shout out to the whole crew. Good to see you. Hope everybody is doing well. Fantasy Taz, what's good with you, my man? How was your weekend? Hey, Corey, how you doing? Weekend was great. Uh, some good football, some more Nick Foles magic. Uh, all oh. kinds of good things happening. Yeah, man, Nick Foles magic continues to go down. I cannot say I was disappointed this time, but uh be more than happy to have that run come to an end next weekend in Arlington. Because I guarantee you, Dallas Cowboys can get that job done. What up, Ventra? What up? What up? It's your boy. I'm back finally. Yeah, your boy I'm is feeling back. good. You know what I'm saying? All right. Um, How was your weekend? You know, it was all right. It was a, it was a weird start of the year. Really? You know what I'm saying? Usually, New Year's like all right, fresh start. I had like a really bad start. You okay. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I think you know we're coming back. You know, I'm feeling better and stuff. But um, yeah. You know, I'm disappointed in a lot of these games. Why? I'm disappointed. Deshaun Watson. Let you down, huh? I picked the Texans and the Bears. They both lose. Yeah. The missed field goal, I understand. Whatever. Um, that's not a re- like the Bears won that game. Really, they had that game. No, they didn't. The coaching was bad in that game. The Bears lost. They didn't run game. the ball well at all. I think they he choked. I think Nagy choked in this one. That was the coaching. That team's better. The Bears are better than the Eagles. The Eagles are not that good, dude. They keep getting lucky. This is the end of the road. Just lucky. The Saints are going to crush them. Cowboys aren't playing the Eagles. Well, the the, the Eagles would be lucky if they were playing the Cowboys instead of the Saints. Obviously, Uh, you know what I mean. Beat the Saints. I don't think it matters. Nick Nick Foles magic, dude. Jim, don't tell me you're buying into this Nick Foles thing. He's a journeyman quarterback. (laughs) He did play well. You know, there's a lot to it, And, and this is from Evan Silva. Um, if you if you give the Nick Foles a pass for his one year with Jeff Fisher, right over the past past five seasons with playoffs included, he has sixty five touchdowns, twenty one interceptions, and a twenty five and seven record. Yeah, I don't think he's a bad quarterback. I don't. And he had the highest QBR of any quarterback in the wild card round of eighty seven point three. That's one game. I'm just telling you, dude. He gets it done in the big games. I don't know why you guys are so slow to pick up on that. Everybody wants to hate, when he Everybody got wants shot, to hate on the journeyman. Hey, Jeff Hostetler wanted as a journeyman. Well, he also he got plugged into the game just like Foles last year did right into the playoffs. 
once uh, Phil Sims went down. So he got pushed into that spot. Now, the thing is, Foles, I think, is actually not that bad of a quarterback, but he's not, you know, special or anything. He's not going to have another miracle run to the Super Bowl. It's not happening. It's not happening again. The team's not so good you enough. you say. Nobody thought he was going to beat the Bears yesterday either. <laughs> I mean, listen, you know, it was a close game. They did what they had to do, but now you got to go to New Orleans. If they beat New Orleans, then I'd be worried. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think there's no way around that one. I want them to beat New Orleans for too. the only reason is I want Philly fans to go freaking nuts. <laughs> what do you mean you're letting this guy go? He took us to, to the playoffs so far, won the Super Bowl. You're going to let him go just for this young kid, Carson Wentz, who, who's had two major injuries in two years? Come on. Right. I want to see Philly fans go nuts. Yeah, yeah but Carson that old Wentz either. is going to be a better quarterback. Carson Wentz is a better option for the long run, Jim, than Nick Foles is. Carson Wentz is going to be the quarterback of this team. He'll do a fine job. I didn't want to start with the Eagles, but since we did. Or, or Carson Wentz could be the new Sam Bradford. Or he could just be the new Matthew the Stafford. He just can't stay on the field. Matthew Stafford couldn't stay on the field early in his career. Yep, that's okay, true. Okay, people wish they, he wasn't now on the an field Man, I wouldn't go that far. Matthew Stafford's very <laughs> serviceable quarterback. He's, he's having a bad year. He had been, a bad year. He's been a victim of bad coaching, I think, is, is, is the case. Um, he had probably his worst year of his career. It's bad coaching, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That, that that Patricia dude don't know what the hell he's doing. Now, the <laughs> thing about it is, uh, Jim, so they go, the Philadelphia Eagles, the Nick Foles magic continues, fly, eagle, fly. They go into Chicago, get that tough victory. Uh, so the way the game breaks down, I agree a lot of with, with Ventura. First of all, the, the, the Bears, in my opinion, were smoking mirrors all year. Like, I didn't see where it was happening all year. Don't get me wrong, the defense was dominant. The defense was defense great. Defense played great in this game. But Damn. I feel like is that offense was always going to be a problem. There was How no can you say the defense played great in this game? They, they gave up, up an 80-yard drive to Nick Foles at the end of the game to go ahead. They're exhausted by the end of the game. Oh, so what? Every other team in the freaking league is the same way. So, so what, the hell, what does that matter? For basically um, – Three quarters. Oh, for ba- don't, for even, almost, don't, don't even tell me for basically three quarters. Three quarters and ten minute minutes. Game. Listen, it's not three, a forty-five minute game. Three quarters and ten minutes. They gave up nine points in three quarters and ten minutes. You got to win that game, Bears. You gave up nine points. You got to win it. In those, in those forty-five minutes. Well, because the Bears did a uh, terrible job. Wait, you know, everybody's wait, okay. Here's my biggest point of this whole game. Everybody is vilifying Parky for the miss. First of all, and now they're, they're coming out and saying it was a tip. I haven't seen it enough, close enough yet. It to does see look it like it might have been tipped. Okay, tip. but even, even so, let, let's take into account the fact that Parkey still outscored their entire offense, mm-hmm. and the defense couldn't stop Foles from an 80-yard drive. The greatest defense in the league this year couldn't stop Foles on an 80-yard drive to take the lead. Well, listen, look, you're going to give up touchdowns even if you're a great defense. So it's on the Bears' offense and the play calling. They were so conservative. They were playing scared, you know. They didn't go for kills when they should have on, on big on big spots. Uh, not only that, they ran the ball like 15 times in total. Howard had 10 carries. Cohen had one carry. They didn't utilize this guy at all. This is your best player the whole season. You don't use him? It makes no sense, dude. That was terrible, terrible coaching on the offensive side of the ball for the Bears. And they should have won this game. Realistically, they're the better team. They just didn't do the right things. They didn't. They didn't make the right play calls, and they didn't execute either. Which means they weren't the better team that day. That day, yeah. Any given That's Sunday. All any given Sunday. Yep. That's it. Somebody did something. <laughs> what happened? Are we all right? 
No, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. honest with you, I'm not. I know. I know the pain you're talking yeah, about. Well, yeah. well, you don't know. <laughs> I, I'm in the know. negative. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. 100% full disclosure, I'm not. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Don't worry. It won't be like this for long. Now, with that being said, Jim, all year long I was saying, I don't know how they're doing it offensively. And yesterday, in the biggest spot, they didn't do it offensively. I'm not blaming Trubisky. I'm not blaming Nagy, but it's just like smoking mirrors for 16 weeks. Then you get to the point where you get in this spot in the playoffs. And you, if I'm not mistaken, early in the season, you were like, you don't really, you wasn't really high on Trubisky. I was high on Trubisky. Ended up having a good season. Finishes the QB1. But the bottom line of the matter is you get in a spot like this and you see the struggles of this offense. I can't argue that point at all. I mean, uh, I agree with Chris in that the fact that they should have gotten Cohen more involved, um, you know, and should have tried to establish the run a little bit better. But but let's face it, I mean, that Eagles defense has been playing much better of late. Uh, as a matter of fact, over the last five weeks, they're the number one defense on third downs, which is, you know, one of the biggest downs in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they've been playing much better. That secondary, a bunch of no-names came out and played some good football. Um, the, the one point that, you know, Chicago took advantage of, they just didn't realize it too late, was, you know, when in the fourth quarter when they finally started moving the ball, it was because they realized that Avante Maddox could be beat by that double move, and then they started using that. But it took them too long to figure that out. Right. Um, but let's not also, you know, forget the fact that Devontae Maddox also, Avante Maddox should have had a pick six on that one pass. Uh, right in his hand, should have been able to take that to the house easily. They dropped a, a second pass against them. Uh, you know, here here's one of my, my favorite stats of the day, just one of these crazy things. Uh, the, they had Eagles had two turnovers in Bears territory, and they were they were what? Uh, but on third downs in red zone, they were money. They were six for thirteen on third down versus Chicago's five of sixteen, mm-hmm. and they were two for three in the red zone as opposed to Chicago's zero oh and three. Mm-hmm. I don't expect Trubisky to carry this team, though. Like, I don't blame Trubisky at all. Like, he threw for 300 yards. He didn't. Oh, throw no, no, you expect the defense to, to carry the team, and right. they didn't do it. And you expect to them to be like what they were for the most part all season, which is a balanced attack. Is there something wrong? Yeah, they got to get the ball in the hands of the playmakers. Yeah, there's something wrong when Trubisky's throwing the ball 43 times and Howard and Cohen have a combined 11 carries. There's something wrong there. Uh, I, that I'll can't tell you happen. what's even worse wrong is the fact that you have Khalil Mack and you keep lining him opposite Jason Peters, their best defensive right. tackle. You keep lining him up against him. He's been stonewalling you all game. Why don't you move him around to different positions? Try and pick on one of those other linemen. Maybe you have some more excess. But uh, unfortunately, no, they keep giving it to him, You know, putting him right up in front of Peters, yeah. and Peters just manhandled him all game. Yeah, why does everything have to be by the book? Parcells used to tell LT, play whatever the hell you want. I would tell Khalil Mack the same thing. Play wherever you want. Do whatever you well, want. Well, wait, wait. Let, let's be clear, though. Parcells only said that after LT gave him a line. After the rail. I was like, wait. Oh, okay. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Philadelphia Eagles advance. They'll travel to New Orleans next week to take on the Saints. That'll be down there in the Superdome. Uh, other game yesterday, uh, Ventra, you had the Baltimore Ravens falling to the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah. A lot of people in the stadium speculating throughout the course of the game 
about putting Flacco. Joe Flacco in the game. Mm-hmm. My thing is Joe Flacco's not going to be there next year. When Lamar Jackson get in tough spots, you can't just run to Joe Flacco. Right. If Lamar Jackson is going to be this team's quarterback, he needed to finish that game yesterday. I agree yesterday. with you. I agree and I think you. that was the right way to go. You agree with that? I agree with you 100%. Listen, he's going to get put into tough spots. These are growing pains. That's all they are. And you need to go through them to get better. He needs to clearly get better. He's not still not a freaking great thrower. playoffs, you don't. Jim, Jim. I think he does because Flacco's not better. Jim, you can't take the kid out of a playoff game and then give the football back to him next year. He got What's them to the playoffs. What's going to happen next year? You going to put RG3 in the game when he, when he struggles in the playoff game? Sure, if he doesn't learn to pass better. Oh, come on, Jim. You can't do that. You got to let the young quarterback go through his going Yeah, breaks. and he brought them to the – well, he helped bring game? them to the playoffs. I, I, I get that in the, in the regular season, but you're talking a playoff game. Three quarters, he hasn't done nothing. Now, he did. He, he turned it around the fourth quarter, and, and he made some good plays, made some nice passes, and, and he got them close to the game. But the fact of the matter is, for three quarters, they had three first downs. Yeah, Jim, in the division. How do, you, how do you fight that, Corey? He had three first downs. In I get three what you're quarters. saying, but he, if he's if he's going to be the quarterback, you can't pull him out in that spot. You just can't do it. He's the future of the franchise. He's the face of the franchise. Now he's their quarterback. Okay, you got to mm-hmm. chalk this one up. Joe Flacco has done some great things for the Baltimore Ravens. His he has played his last game as a Baltimore Raven. That's not the position that you do that in. You don't take him out and make the move to Flacco because Flacco's not going to be there next year. He's got to go down with the ship. And the ship has got to go down with him. Mm-hmm. A couple years ago, Dak Prescott, Dallas Cowboys, they're down 21 nothing in the divisional round. Romo was on that sideline. You couldn't do it because, first of all, Romo would have got hurt after the first play, right. number one. Number two, if Dak's going to be the future of the franchise, you got to go out there and get it you done. You got to trust him, yeah. Um, and it's not like, listen, Lamar Jackson didn't, like, he, he played bad at times and stuff. He's very consistent, obviously. He's not the throw you want him to be yet, but it's because of, the turnovers, too. I mean, that's the problem. Mistakes like that are going to kill you. You got to stop fumbling the football. Yeah, you can't fumble the football three times. You know what I mean? You can't do that in any game, any quarterback. Can't argue that. But so, here, here's some. Wait, here's some even bigger stuff. Um, it turns out um, there, there's a lot of people writing about it today. But it turns out that the Chargers defenders had some keys that they knew what they were going to do based on what happened on the field before the play started. And here's a couple of them. Um, and it's only because they didn't change. Basically, they didn't change anything from the last time these two teams played, which to me is all coaching. That's coaching. Uh, how, how do you not change anything? That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But here, here's one of the main keys. Um, left tackle Ronnie Staley, they, they picked up on his feet. When he set them about even, it was a run. When he set his left foot further back, it was a pass almost 100% of the time. They knew this coming in from watching Tipping the pitches. Wow! Right. So they read him, and then wait, and then when the Ravens ran out of the pistol formation, a tight end in the backfield on the same side as the tight end at the line of scrimmage always meant one of two running plays: a counter or a cut belly. It was the same exact thing they did this week that they did two weeks ago against them. And the Chargers, you know, Lynn was smart enough to pick that out on on tape and use that against them. Anthony Lynn, the coach of the NFL, Jim. Oh, uh, he's he had a great year, no doubt about it. Um, how, wait, and the other thing we're not even talking about is how, how about the fact that they use seven DBs on the field most of the time just to take away that run from from him, from Jackson. 
you know, using those DBs as linebackers was smart as hell. You get those those fast guys on the field to, to counteract what Lamar Jackson can do on, on his feet and force them to throw, which is exactly what you wanted to do. Good mm-hmm. game plan. Make the kicks. Kicks are very important this time of year. Yep. You got to have a solid kicker if you plan on making a good Super Bowl run because you saw the situation with the Bears and also you saw the situation with the Seattle Seahawks. It was actually not having the kicker in, in a way kind of benefited them. But the whole thing was, was screwed up anyway. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, Frank Reich, uh, I think, deserves coach of the year. If, 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 Colts. He's in definitely in the he conversation should be in the, also. Yeah, he, he's I think there. those two right there would be the, the leading candidates. Now you got a situation where veteran Phil Rivers takes this team next week to New England, and I cannot wait because I think they're going there and pick them off. Yeah. Never never beat them in, wait, in wait. New England before. They had them on the ropes that year. They were 17-0. The Danley and Tomlinson plays in that game. LaDainian Tomlinson sucks up that turf toe and plays in that game. The Chargers win that game. If you remember that game, the Chargers were in their red zone the whole game. They couldn't score in the red zone. That's because LT was sitting out with turf toe. Man. I, I understand. I'm just saying, and, you know, the numbers are, you know, they're 0-7 against them in, in New England. This is a much better I, I, Chargers I, team. And right? I agree. I'm, not, I'm just saying those are the numbers. I'm not yeah. saying that's my pick. I'm not picking New England because this isn't the same New England team. This is definitely the best game of the slate this weekend coming up. I think it's the most well-matched game. No doubt, no doubt. So there you go right there. Got yesterday's contest out the way. When we come back, recap and review what happened on Saturday. A little bit later on, we get into the night's national championship. Got plenty of NFL players in this one. It's going to be interesting to see how it shakes out. Telephone lines open 844-843-6879. It's the frenzy. Let's go. If you're someone that needs fantasy sports advice every day, the Fantasy Sports Radio Network has you covered. When you download the FNTSY Sports Radio Network app, you get the top fantasy advice every single day right through the weekend. Be sure to listen to our weekend warriors like College Football Today. Welcome to College Football Today Weekend Fantasy Update. They call me the fantasy Jesus. In this league, it is never short of exciting at ITL. And so much more. Download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app in the iTunes and Google Play Store now. And keep the best fantasy experts right in your pocket all day long and all week long. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called... The IRS. And they are able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, tax doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-215-1727. 800-215-1727. That's 800-215-1727. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Yeah, yeah. 
Fantasy Football Frenzy FNTSY uh, Radio. Boy, 844-843-6879. Telephone number to get involved. How about them Cowboys? Dallas Cowboys. The only home team to win. Once three and five on the season. Now find themselves in a very favorable matchup against a Ram team. <laughs> that can't, it's a favorable matchup. Well, opposed to the Saints, yeah. Oh, you, of course. Well, a favorable matchup in, in general. <laughs> it's in, in general. It's a home game for the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, because of that? No, because it's lost in Los Angeles. Right, I know. But I'm saying that's why you think it's favorable? It's a favorable game, and it's also a favorable game in the trenches. Um, They're not going to be able to run the ball. And the bus driver, Jerry it's girly. Golf, it's the Dallas Cowboy defense. But it's girly. It's it's, it's girly and Zeke. He'll break through eventually. Zeke will break through eventually, too. Yeah, they will. They can go mano a mano. But when you look at what's in the backfield at quarterback, see, this is the bus driver. When the bus driver gets pressure on him, mm-hmm. he don't look that good. When people are not running around wide open and somebody's in his face. Yeah. I love, our def- I love the Dallas Cowboy defensive line versus the Rams O-line. I think that's a major advantage, not to mention the fact that the Cowboys are essentially the home team in this game. Mm-hmm. How about them Cowboys in the NFC in the, AMC, in the NFC Championship game? What about the cheese bus driver, Dak Prescott? What about him? He's also a bus driver. You're right. Right. He just beat Russell Wilson. He did, but they were home. Jared Goff is not whoa, Russell whoa, Wilson. Whoa, 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 whoa. They're home this, they're home this week, too. Slow down. No, no. He, he didn't beat Russell Wilson. He beat the idiot Brian Schottenheimer. Okay. <laughs> Jim, I'm Jim, scoreboard. He beat the idiot Brian Schottenheimer, who should not even be a coach in this league. The Score, idiot. Scoreboard. How, 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 how do you continue to run Chris Carson right up the middle? Keep just keep keep hitting your head against that wall and oh, right. maybe we'll get a crack in it at some point. Meanwhile, the game's getting out of control. Come on, let's just keep hitting that wall. Let's let's keep hitting that wall. And eventually we'll get three yards. Right. Very interesting. <laughs> Oh, it, 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 uh, uh, 13 for 20. Jim makes good points. Very interesting that um, they they were hitting big plays down the field whenever they wanted to. Yeah, he was 18 for 27, Russell Wilson. He could they, get it done. They were hitting big. Whenever they took made a shot down the field, they got the, the, the pass was complete. Mm-hmm. Even washed up well, Doug I, Baldwin. But I they, got a better one for you. They bring Rashad Penny in. They let him go to the outside. He breaks off a big play. The next play, he gets caught in the backfield, no fault of his own. The guy was right there as soon as he touched him, the ball, yeah. touch and the they ball lost again. six yards, and they didn't touch the ball again. How you know you're that? not going to run up the, the middle on this defense. Why not try to run out the outside where the one guy had one good shot at it, and you take him out of the game? Brian Schottenheimer deserves to be in the AAF. Agreed. And also <laughs> use Penn. When Penny looks good like this, Use him in the passing game a little. Throw him a, a screen or something. Dallas Guy didn't even get a target. Dallas linebacker's too fast for that. But still, the Carson up the middle wasn't working. Jim's right. Like, you got to go somewhere else. And Penny had a nice run. Penny is that more, you know, elusive type back that could get it done on the outside. Penny and you give him a little screen. He really played this season. I know, but, you know, if one thing's not working, well, you gotta got to go somewhere else. He's got the speed to get to the outside, which is yeah. what Carson wasn't doing. Right. <laughs> You had to you at least try give it a different. shot. You don't give it two plays and then, okay, that's enough. Goodbye. And this is why the Cowboys. One great play, one bad play. Okay, that's enough. The Seahawks just don't have enough talent overall. And that's why that's why their season has ended. They got Russell Wilson. Cowboys man. have more talent, but they have a much better quarterback. Yeah, the Seahawks have a better quarterback. That's what I'm saying. That's the only thing, though. 
That's the only thing better. A goon squad will put in the chat. Okay, well, yeah, I, I don't know. You know, Tyler Lockett might have something to say about that. Uh, well, you're going to say Lockett. Even not 100% is, you know, has something to say you, about that. You think they received the course better than the Cowboys? Yes. Okay. I, I just think outside of Amari Cooper, who you have on the Cowboys? Beasley. Yeah. He's reliable. He is reliable. <laughs> but, you know. but he's a five-yard dink and dunk guy, but whatever. You know, he'll get your first down. Alan Hearns injury. Oh, and I didn't watch it. Like I, I saw barely when the it. ankle started to turn, I looked away. Gruesome. Then I saw everybody else's reaction. <laughs> and then when they came back from the commercial, Joe Buck was like, "We're not going to show you it again." I was like, "Thank God." Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't like, you know, I got a weak stomach. I can't look at stuff like that. Yeah. I, I, you, know, I, you, you know, you feel bad for a guy like Alan I, Hearns. Yeah, you got to feel bad for him. But luckily, it looked worse than it was. He'd be ready to go by training camp. Well. Yeah, I mean, well, let's, hope so. yeah, let's hope so. Barring any yeah. setbacks. Yeah. Right. No doubt. <laughs> let's hope so. I hope he comes back. That's brutal. What do you think? Did you, did, uh, what do you think about the injury, Jim? I mean, it's nothing to think about it, but it yeah. was tough. Yeah, it's hard to see. Hard to, I've seen plenty of it on the field. It is what it is. You can't do nothing about it. Mm-hmm. Dallas Cowboys uh, make a couple big plays. Defense plays lights out, like as we knew they would, especially at home. Mm-hmm. Jason Garrett uh, doesn't get in the way too much. Running the football on first down, getting themselves in positive position. Dak Prescott not making all the throws once again, but has the big run uh, late in the game when he needs to have it on on, on third and third. Oh, come on. How about that touchdown, touchdown pass to Gallup? That was yeah. a beautiful pass. That was a very good pass. He laid it pass. exactly where it yeah, he's made good that, was, that, that was a great he, pass. He didn't play a perfect game, but he came up clutch when he had to play, play clutch. So, I, I mean, I get it. I put down Eli as a Giants fan all the time, but you guys should be very happy in the game he got out of Dak. Yes. He wasn't perfect, but he did what he had to do when it needed to be done. The, the, the interception in the end zone is a pass that shouldn't have been thrown. It happens. Right. Listen, you're not asking Dak to carry your team. You know? You're know, you asking him to just do what he needs to do. Matching him to be an efficient quarterback efficient, and spread right. the ball around and don't miss the damn wide receivers. Right, right. but you're get not him asking him better, to do it all. Get him some better wide receivers, and that might happen. I mean, this was a prototypical Cowboy game that you wanted. You had Zeke getting 26 carries for 137 yards. You had Cooper for 7 for 106. What more do you want? Those are your two the, weapons. The, and the play of the game was not the Dak run. The play of the game was the Ezekiel Elliott 40-yard run before the half. Because mm-hmm. they don't get that score, they go without that run. Seattle gets Seattle gets the ball, the ball back. Seattle gets the ball back, and now guess what? You can't run the ball. Now you got to throw. Now Dak has to throw, and guess what? That was an interception waiting to happen. Right. I know I'm hard on Dak Prescott. You know what I'm saying? You are hard on him. I am hard on Dak Prescott. You know what I'm saying? It's tough love. You're right though. It's eventually. It's about. Time. I'm used to Tony Romo. I don't worry about Tony Romo doing stuff but, like that. Uh, you're right in the sense. It's, hey, you it's know been Dak three years has now, half Dak. as many. Dak has half as many playoff wins as Tony Romo does. Des, I know that Des caught it, too. <laughs> Des caught that pass. Dallas wins that game. Then they win the Super Bowl. Then they win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Every time I think of Tony Romo and the Cowboys play, I just think of Tony Romo fumbling that ball in Seattle. for you, Corey. Yeah, the smallest violin. my violin, violin for you. Um, no, but listen. No, this is a pretty big violin. Corey can't see small. <laughs> Dak, oh, Cam Stewart. Cam Stewart, everybody, right there in the window. Here. No, it's, can't come in studio, Cam. You know what I'm saying? Well, yo, yo you're right. Dak, it's three years now. Dak needs to start getting to the point where it's like, all right, but he can win the football right, game. Right, right. You want to rely on him more. He won the football game. Ezekiel Elliott won the football they did game, third Jim. And 14, no, no, third and 14 at the end of the game to make that quarterback draw and get down there to the one and then take it in. He won that game. No, he did good. 
<laughs> I give him credit. Listen, they don't ask too much out of him. He did what he had to do. But Corey wants more. Corey wants I a want franchise more. quarterback. I want a quarterback that I can trust to win the game. Not a quarterback that's going to turn around and hand the ball off 40 times and be like, please save me. The Amari Cooper <laughs> play could have been a disaster. Amari Cooper wide open. That pass was low. Yeah. You got to do better than that. Yeah, I know. Oh I, I know. I'm. I'm I know. I'm tough on the kid, but listen, I'll, I'll trade you. You can have Eli. I'll take Dak. Well, Eli's 78 years old, Jim. Yeah, and Dak could run. <laughs> I'll take Dak. Dak runs like a robot, but he at least could run a little bit. You know what I, I'm saying? To be honest with you, I think I can run better than Dak. I don't know about that. <laughs> you get winded I would, I would after a couple yards. Couple yards. <laughs> I do. Corey, if I was you, I would save all my Dallas hatred for next week when they lose. Jim, they're going to win next week. You expect week. them to win next oh, week? Oh, without a like doubt, you, I expect you, them to win. You think without they're going to win? Yeah. <laughs> First of all, they have the home field advantage. Okay. I love the fact <laughs> that they got the home field advantage because the L.A. Coliseum, is that's Dallas' second home. Yeah. Guarantee you that. Number one. Number two. Yeah, there will be a lot of Cowboys. It's going to be not a lot. It's going to be all Cowboys. Half. How about them Cowboys? <laughs> and, you know, the Cowboys used to train in Los Angeles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. When they used to play the old the old L.A. Raiders back in the day, the whole joint Yeah, but most of those fans. people have died. Uh, see, yeah, 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 whatever, Jim. They're still alive. They're still, they've, they've passed on that legacy to their children. Yeah. How about them Cowboys? America's team, right? So you see all these people coming into the stadium in their walkers, in their wheelchairs. <laughs> I just don't see I, how I you... Remember when, I, I remember when I had to walk eight miles in the snow to get to the stadium to watch the Cowboys win. <laughs> How, yeah. how old are Met fans that watch them win the World Series? Oh, yeah, now you don't like that one, do you? Yeah, they're, they're I could care less about that. I don't watch baseball that much either, so screw it. <laughs> You're a Met fan. <laughs> I just can't see how you could expect the Cowboys to win. Because I just told you, they're better in the trenches. They're going to get in golf's face. Okay. And they're not going, Gurley's not going to go crazy. On the other side, look me wrong. And you know, you know what, where I'm going to disagree with you? I am betting on Sean McVay coming up with a better game plan against them than we've seen him have in the last month. I am, I'm betting on That's it. the difference and right he, there. He comes out and attacks Dallas in ways that Dallas isn't ready for. McVay might be the best coach in the NFL. Chris Rashard is a defensive version of, 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 of McVay. Yeah, but listen, they're so well coached, more talent overall on – Where? Especially offensive side of the ball. Defensive Where? side of the ball. How? The Cowboys have a great defense. Ooh. Gurley and Zeke is Girl, a wash. Rob Woods, Rob Brandon Woods, Cooks. Rob Woods, Cook, uh, Amari Cooper. Oh, no, wait, wait, wait. Watch what you say here, Corey. I mean, you don't want their number two is Rob Cooper, Woods. Cooper's better than <laughs> Cooper's better than 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 Woods. Sure, fine. I'll take that because oh, okay. I love Cooper. No, 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 I love Cooper. No, I'll say yes. No, yes, he is. I'll say yes. No, yes, he is. No, I love Cooper. Look, look at the pedigree. Give me more than six games of Cooper being productive, and then we can have that conversation. Cooper is also like you know twenty three years old. So, you know, I, I mean, I, I'll take that. Fine. But their number two wide receiver is Robert Woods. You don't have anything close to that. No. They, they, I would say Gurley is just as good as uh, Zeke, if not better. Heck, you don't, even, you don't even have anything close to their number three wide receiver. Who, and he's the Josh Reynolds? Actually. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Josh, Reynolds ain't bad. Josh Reynolds. <laughs> hey, he's better than what you got behind. You know, I mean, he's better than Gallup. At this point, well, I like Gallup. I like the way Gallup looks. <laughs> Gallup, will, Gallup, Gallup will, be decent. will get there at some yeah, point. At I some agree. Point. He's just not there yet. He's not there yet. Yeah, you're right. And then you got the tight ends, a wash too. Jawin versus uh, Everett. I mean, it's a wash. It's a wash. Then let's go to the defense side of the ball. They're better on a whole on defense. But the, the Rams are, the, are the Cowboys are the best defense left in the playoffs. But the Rams are, have an opportunistic uh, defense, a defense yeah, that could make that plays. Should tell you something. All the other great defenses of the league. They're watching these games on TV like you and I. Mm-hmm. That's true, too. But the, the best defense left in the playoffs is the Dallas Cowboy defense. 
Right, but all the other great defenses are gone, just like Cowboys will be next week. I doubt, I doubt, <laughs> that, I doubt that is the case, Mr. Day. <laughs> okay, you may doubt it, but that's okay. You'll be wrong. <laughs> As you know, Jim, I was wrong yesterday. I'll tell you right now, the spread is plus seven. <laughs> oh, were you, Corey? I didn't look at it. Yeah, I didn't no, know. That, that didn't work out. <laughs> oh, sorry to hear that, buddy. <laughs> the pace is, the, then they got smacked, too. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I went to sleep. I was disgusted. <laughs> you enhanced and went to sleep. I didn't even do that. No? Mm-mm. You got it. No, I couldn't. That was a long story. <laughs> Cowboys plus seven. Cowboys money line. I don't even know if I would. Uh, Cowboys money line. Cowboys no, money, line. money line. That's plus, plus 265. 260. Yeah. That lets you know right oh, there okay. it's going to hit because it's only 265. I would never do that. I'm Cowboys sorry. money line. The best bet on the board. <laughs> best bet on the board. Let me. You're not going to get better odds in, on a winner than that one. I right honestly there. like Chiefs minus five, but. You know. Corey, if, if I didn't know how well you did this weekend, I might agree with you. <laughs> hey Jim, I, I knocked him down on Saturday though. Jim, I hit him pretty hard on Saturday. I gave it back yesterday though. Um, all right. So what else? What else, what else happened on Saturday? Oh, the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, that game was a disaster. Jim, young quarterbacks in the playoffs. Deshaun Watson, first opportunity out there. Did that play a factor oh. in that disaster that was the Houston Texans? Uh, well, it did. But I mean, he did okay. The problem was they just came out flat as a dog yeah. right from the start. They didn't look like they were invested in that game at all. It was amazing to me. How was how a coach? You know, and again, uh, coach, uh, bad word for a bad guy. But um, <laughs> how, how do you not have your team ready to go in a wild card game that you're home for? How do you not? I, I mean, they came out so flat. They looked so lethargic. It wasn't funny. Jim, mm-hmm. is, it, is it bad enough what happened over the weekend Bad enough to get Bill O'Brien fired this week? I think so. I think if I was them, I would. But they obviously see something in him they like, but I don't see it. Then, you know, then again, you know, they lost most of their wide receivers. Uh, Hopkins was hurt for most of that game with the shoulder. But Kiki and he played great. Hurt. Kiki played fantastic. Yeah, but Kiki, Kiki played great on all the short dump-off passes, and that, right. that works. That's his game, yeah. and that's fine. And they, they, they were letting him. Get those short dump-off passes because that was eating a lot of clock. Yeah, I mean, listen, you the, the problem is they pressed it way too much on Watson. It was all on Watson's shoulders, and you can't do that. They barely ran the ball, too. Another team that did not run the ball at all. You can't just put it all on Watson's shoulders, especially like you said. You don't have a ton of weapons. They have Hopkins and then Kiki. That's about it. You know, you don't have anything else besides well, uh, that. Will Fuller would have been. A, a, would, He's would not been, there now. Yeah, but he would have been a big help to that. Oh to my that god, team that that made, that, it's a huge difference for that team having Will Fuller. Opens up the whole field. You need that. So they next need, year they need a running back too. Lamar Miller, yeah, he didn't. Really, I mean, he got five carries. Was, Give he, the guy. Yeah, some really, carries. you can't do anything on five carries. carries. I don't I care who gave, you are. I wouldn't give. And, him and you five. know, and a lot of people are crying about Naheem Hines not being involved. And you know, that was just game script. Once the Indy got up. You know, fast. There was no reason to get Naeem Mines involved. Yeah, you know, a lot it. of us expected him to be involved because they were going to have a hard time rushing against Houston. But that early lead changed all of that. Yeah. Um, then, then they just went to Mac to kill the clock, and they didn't have to get Naeem Mines involved. And everybody's crowing, "Oh, I don't know how you could see that Hines was going to be a decent play this week." Well, if the game script didn't start out with Indy going up to a big lead early. That would have changed. He would have been involved. Right. It just didn't work out there. Like, by the time I looked at the game, it was 14 nothing. I was like, what the hell is going on here? Yo, Texas <laughs> got completely outcoached. Completely outcoached. Colts did exactly what the Texans should have did. Mac ran the ball 24 times. Like You got to run the ball a little bit. You know what I mean? You got to try. 
You can't well, not most of that away. was after the big league, too. So, I know, but know, even again, if you're down 14 nothing in the first half, okay, you still have plenty of time. You can still run the ball. You don't have to abandon no, it. No, no, I, I agree. I'm not saying that that way. But, I mean, a Mac really came into play because they were up so early. Right, right. And right. he ran well. I'm not taking away from Ryan. Having Ryan Kelly in at center for them makes all the difference for Mac. Mm-hmm. This Texans team wasn't ready. Maybe next year. 844-8436. Not if Bill O'Brien's there. It's going to be more if, Maybe same. not if he's there, yeah. 844-843-6879. So next weekend, the Indianapolis Colts travel to Kansas City, the best home field advantage in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Now they go to Kansas City. Red Sea, City. baby. Yeah, the, the best. Uh, second, second best. Seattle's still the Seattle's best. No, 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 Seattle is not the second best. Seattle Seattle's the second best. The 12th Wait, man's the second best. What is this based off of? Based off, a, based off a fake crowd noise? noise. Noise? Based off a fake crowd noise. The fake crowd noise in Seattle. <laughs> in, in Kansas City, that's oh, real, real crowd noise. Oh, it's real. It sounds like a landing oh, strip in Kansas City. It's a scary Seattle, place, yeah. yeah. It's a scary place to play, and you don't want to play. But then again, the they haven't won the last the last quarterback to win a playoff game for the Chiefs at home was Joe Montana. Wait, Trent Green never yeah. won one? No. They lost in the first the, round the, every the time? The last Chiefs quarterback to win a playoff game at home was Joe Montana in 1993. That's crazy. That Chiefs team was an offensive juggernaut. They never did anything with it. I know. Well, this time they will. This time they will. Andy Reid hasn't Andy Reid it yet this year. So it's coming at some point. He is a great coach. But every now and then he has these brain farts. Yeah. It is a great coach, Andy Reid. But I'm worried about the brain fart coming this week. I think Mahomes is so good it doesn't matter. I think he's just that good. Patty Mahomes. Patty Mahomes. Yeah. Cannon. Yeah. Cannon. (laughs) Cannon. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. When we come back on the other side, got a little surprise for the audience, and then plus do a preview tonight's national championship. Cannon. Let's get it. I also want to Cannon. talk about the playoff leagues. All right. Yep. Cannon. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Dad, what are you doing? Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Yeah, but we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all. Discover Student Loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah. They're one of the top student loan lenders in the country. It takes 15 minutes or less to apply, and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of all, I can earn cash rewards if I get good grades. Really? Yeah. We still have time to apply and get a great rate. So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash higher indeed the world's number one job site source com score total visits yeah 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 keeping the gangster FTSY radio i don't see where the headphones at i want to hook up my man from game time decisions and the weekend edition fantasy football probably over there i got him well yeah, yeah handle that for us ventra let's get cam stewart the big homie 
uh, put headsets on so he can hear Jim. Game time decisions Monday through Friday right here on the network, 4 to 7 p.m. Eastern time. That is Gabriel Morenci and my main man, Cam Stewart. Got Cam in the Big Apple, so let's get him mic'd up, get him headsetted up, you know what I'm saying? And then we could talk a little bit to Cam. Cam's a smart dude. He was just telling me how great it is to uh to be able to have the opportunity to to lay it down on the Dallas Cowboys this weekend, Cam. How about them Cowboys? Oh, now we Corey's gotta get hype. Cam all. We gotta get all. Cam, you good to go? Yeah, I think I'm good. Is, is now, I hear you. Uh, no, nah, I don't hear him. You well, hear him in, in your headset? I heard him. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Let me see now. You got you got to turn it on. That's all. all I'm sure this this microphone is. I just turned this joint on, so it's probably not on on the fourth floor. Yeah. Oh, now we go. Yeah, what we am go. I? Oh, is amateur night? Sorry, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> This is, hey, it, it's a button, Mike. On how no, we no, doing? No, no, Cam, it is it's amateur night. It happens. It's, it's not amateur night. It's amateur. And I know, but I like what you say. Yeah. Adventurous pleasure to meet you for the first time. But I like what you're saying, Corey. Like you're giving me seven points with the Dallas Cowboys. Come on. I'm actually, you know what? And I learned my lesson this week. I'll give my buddy Gabe credit. Yeah. Every single underdog. Yeah. Covered. Yep. We're talking about winning outright. Eagles mm-hmm. outright. Colts outright. Right. Yep. So what are we saying? Dallas was a small favorite, so you take them on the money line if they're only minus two, minus two and a half. People are making money. And I gotta give him credit. He goes, Don't even worry about the point spread. Just take money lines. I'm the same type of guy. I like to do a little bit of both though. Like in hockey bets, if a team's a big dog, I'll do a regulation, half puck, and then I'll do a money line. Like I like to kind of split up the units, but yeah. Corey, I think Dallas is gonna be all over golf. Yep. I could see Ezekiel Elliott. And the, know the thing about that defensive line is two guys. Guys like Sue and Donald, they love to pursue. Like, Dallas is going to have some plays. Like, they're going to come after Dak Prescott, and they're going to overreact, and boom. We're going to see, like, big, big gains, big holes, big problems for I the think Rams. Cam, close. from your lips to God's ears. <laughs> I'm not saying that. And I told you, like, I went 2-2 two and two this week. I, I took Dallas, and, you know, and uh, basically we had the Chargers. I didn't Hulk do very fan. well. Like, I'm, I'm not, I got like, I think Gabe went 4-0. Oh. I know he told me to yeah. take the Eagles. I wouldn't listen. If that kick goes through, it's a big money swing because yeah, I had man. them teased to the under. But I'll tell you, Corey, I think Dallas is my favorite game coming up. Like, that's too many points. As far as betting is concerned. Yeah, as far as betting is concerned. Yeah. By, by, by kickoff, I think the number to be four and a half to five and a half by kickoff. I think about five and a half, yeah. yeah. It'll yeah, be a dead number at five down. and a half. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, the, the Cowboys money line, jump on that joint now. Um, <laughs> and it, it, just, Jim, Plus 265. <laughs> I'm with Jim. Jim, you, don't you agree with Cam, Jim? Sure. Hey, Cam. How you doing? I, hey, I Jim. I love you, Jimmy. Nice to see you, buddy. How you doing? How you doing, man? <laughs> um, I was lucky enough to work with Cam uh, a couple of Sundays ago, so it was always fun. Um, yeah, I agree. I, I, the point spread for me at seven is too high at this point. Dallas is playing too good. Um, there's too many questions with the Rams. Uh, both offensively and defensively, to give them that many points after the game they played yesterday. Mm-hmm. But, man, I, the my problem, especially if that points go lower, my problem is I'm such a big believer in Sean McVay that I just think he comes out with a game plan that Dallas isn't going to be ready for. Man. He is a great coach, and he will come up with something. I told you the defensive version of Sean McVay is Chris Rashard. It might be a close game. It might and be a hard yeah. game. The, he need to be the, the fact Cowboys that Chris Rashard, uh, you enjoy him while you got him, he's coaching. Like, it's just that's yeah, it. He's, he's, he's got to be on the tops of all so lists. I know we're going with offensive guys. I would fire Jason Garrett and hire him. What? I would fire Jason Garrett and hire him. Oh, it's a no brainer. Like, 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 that's they, actually a great point. With they can win the Super Bowl. Richard is smarter than Garrett. They can win the Super Bowl, and I'd be like, all right, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Richard, everywhere he's gone, what he's done. When he was with Seattle, we were the best. 
Like yeah. they, that defense was like he is whatever he touches turns to gold. Yeah, I don't know where the bodies he are buried. Put Byron Jones in the Pro Bowl <laughs> with Jason Garrett. No, that's a great point. Like I know you're the you're the D guy, and people are hiring on offense venture, but. Mm-hmm. I look at Jason Garrett and I, I, I'm yeah. like, why isn't Richard like he's better than him in every asset? I would think Definitely. every area. But has, he, I don't think he's ever had coach before, and that's a whole different ball game. Well, yeah. he got to get somebody. I mean, he's going to have to get somebody in there to call plays you too. And I think yeah, he has fine. to get a play caller yes. with him. Because look at Spagnola for the Giants. He did great yeah. things for the Giants defense. Became a head coach for the Rams and wasn't good at all. Well, the he came back too. Yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, look what McVay did. You know, he yeah, turned no, them around. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Um. So there you go, right there. If we get somebody on the line, just holler at me in my ear. Uh, Ventra, I'll start with well, well, I'll start right here and then anybody hop in. I'm looking at tonight's game. You got the Alabama Crimson Tide laying five and a half out there in Santa Clara versus Clemson. Yeah. And the same thing we saw in the NFL playoffs this weekend, I think it translates to this game, Ventra. Mm-hmm. You got Trevor Lawrence, a true freshman quarterback. Listen, I don't care what anybody said. Clemson don't play nobody. And then the 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 bowl game versus Notre Dame, that's not a true test. The freshman, the true freshman quarterback. Mm-hmm. Tonight, essentially, is going up against the NFL defense. Right. I think the game is close, but Alabama's going to come out. Is it five out. and a half close? Uh-uh. I don't this, think this so. This is what I don't understand. I don't think so. And Corey brings up a good point. You're right. Like, when you look at the ACC as a conference, there's Clemson and everybody else. We mm-hmm. know that. Like, Pitt, who goes to the, within the ACC championship, can get absolutely smoked. FSU. Sometimes they they're horrible. This year, no, no, yeah, no, no, no. Florida State yeah. used to be a good program. Yeah. Like these guys, like yeah. I'm looking at the ACC, NC State. These guys lost to North Carolina. Like it is a bad, bad year for this conference. Mm-hmm. But it's a dead number, Corey. Like sometimes we bet a lot, and I, I know, I, and I fall for the old trap. You know, you put the fish in the line. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I the sucker? Like I feel like I'm getting played five and a half. I want to take the points with Clemson. I do like Etienne at the running back position. Yeah. He's a shiftier guy. I think he's going to be able to ha- have some big playability. And the thing is, Clemson's D-line, even with the injuries and the suspensions, yeah, still, they are animals. That those, is the strength those, of their That's a pro team. D-line. I hate to say it. In a, in a national championship game, I think this game is going to be not as many points as people think. Like, if you like it, it, it might open up in the, at the end, but I think these teams kind of like a boxing match. They're going to feel mm-hmm. each other out for a quarter or two. And then See, things I, I, are going to get I, real in the second I, half. I think Bama come out and smoke him because I look really? at Saban as I'm going to have him ready. Don't get me wrong. I love yeah. Dabo, too. I would mm-hmm. like for Dabo to be a Dallas coaches. Cowboy coach. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I just think Sabo's going to save Sabo. Saban <laughs> is going to I combined him yeah. <laughs> to make one super coach. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think Saban is going to have the, the, the squad ready. I think Saban has the squad ready tonight. I think they come out and blitz him. I think Lawrence gets his footing in the second half, and Clemson makes it close, but Alabama still gets the W. What do you think, Jim? I'm going with Clemson with the points. I just think that's too many points to give them. You know, I I agree with everything you guys are saying. Alabama, you know, clear-cut NFL team, basically. But Clemson has just had a nice bit of magic all year. And, you know, it wasn't two years ago that they beat this Alabama team. I think they're going to keep themselves in the game. I think Alabama gets off to a fast start, but I think that Clemson's red zone defense starts getting them back in the game rather quickly and forcing some, you know, the turnovers. Watson was the quarterback two years ago. Some field goals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I hear you. I'm just saying, you know, they they know as an institution they can win the game. Yeah, that's true. You know, too. I, I, I get that. I understand that part. You guys watch that Notre Dame game? They blew that, them out. Those plays he made, like when he was zipping it in the seam there, like the yeah. throws that he made, those were not freshmen. I, I know, Corey, but it's a different stage. But that was still 
a game leading up to the national championship game and the hard throws that he had to make, he made. Yeah. Don't get That's me wrong. That's the thing about yeah, this kid. Look, I think he's going to figure good. it out real quick. The kid Lawrence is a first-round draft pick, yeah. maybe a 1-1. One, one. He could be 1-1. One, one, oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like sunshine. <laughs> long blonde hair. He has a long blonde hair. He, he's, he's sunshine. Sunshine. But Ventura, I'm a, the, a true freshman in a game of right. this magnitude against a team that's going to send – Seven, eight guys to the pros on that side of the ball, right. I think it's too tough. That's why you can't really match this up because, like, Alabama is not like any other team. They're way beyond any other team that Clemson's going to play, like Notre Dame, Notre Dame, where they beat 30-3, to three, right? Like, I think Clemson doesn't have the experience, the coach, and overall talent to beat this team. I think it's just not, it's not enough. It's not there. I know they're a very good team. They're a great team. But Bama's Bama, you know what I'm saying? They have it all. They there have everything. The experience as well. So, I think they win by, like, 10. Young man, who do we have on the telephones? Tariq in New Jersey. Tariq, welcome to the Fantasy Football Frizzy. My main man, Tariq, how about them Cowboys? You know I had a call on a Monday. You know I had to. <laughs> Can I get it one time right quick? <laughs> Wait, let me run it back. Let me run it back for you real quick. Yeah, one more. Oh, man, Jim Day, let me say it to you real quick. How about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? <laughs> let me get a, let me get a hearty, healthy one, Jim. <laughs> I hear you. No, no, Jimmy said, he said, can you get a hearty, healthy, how about them Cowboys? You want to hear it, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what we got, Tariq? What's the good with you? Man, I'm just chilling, man. Picking up the shawty from work. She's oh, doing nice. the regular. Oh, yeah. wait, 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 Got a nice little day off. Oh, what's a day off? No, look at Daytime sex. <laughs> <laughs> what's that? <laughs> <laughs> That's tough. You never heard of that? Yeah, no, I wait. I, yeah. it, it sounds amazing. <laughs> it does sound nice. <laughs> yeah. Come on nice. now, around man. Around two were, at night. You were around for those afternoon delight days, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Got some clowns. <laughs> What's good, Tariq? What we got going on? How you feel about the Cowboys next weekend against the Rams? Like, much, much, listen, much better than having to go against the Saints. Man, all my I got a few Saints friends, like, and I was so happy. I was so happy the Eagles won. I was definitely so happy because I I'd rather play the Saints in the uh, the uh, NFC Championship. But I was I have faith in I have faith in Nick Foles, man. Son, I, I want Nick. Fo- Foles, please, man. please beat the Saints. Oh, you want to play the Eagles? Oh, I want to play the Eagles. Oh, that's no, because no, no. If, careful if the, what you wish for. If the rest of the NFL can't end it, the Dallas Cowboys can end it. Careful, people, what you wish for. Because if you I lose want, that game, I want Nick Foles. You lose that game, you're gonna cry, dude. You're gonna cry. That's gonna be. Guys already beat the Saints. You don't want you, that, that. That's that's bad karma. That you want to play the Eagles. You'd rather play the Eagles than the Saints. That's a no brainer. Yeah, 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 I want to play the Eagles. Oh, you want the, the Saints after beating them this the year? Rest oh, of, the no, rest no, of the no. if the rest of the NFL couldn't finish the Eagles. Come to Arlington and logically we'll that makes and the sense. Cowboys are logically, logically, here's the problem. You guys, division you guys rivals. One big yeah. point. You don't want to see that sometimes. You're What's missing up? one big point. Bulls is going to get there. Dak's not. Oh, here we go. So it's Rams <laughs> Eagles. Rams Eagles championship round. Come Dallas on. Cowboys hey, going to the Super Bowl. What did I tell you guys in the preseason? Tariq, we highlight you, my man. It was going to be a Chargers Rams Super Bowl, and that's what we're going to get. All right, Rams. well, Jim is sticking with it. Cam, what do you think? Chargers uh, going up to New England this weekend. Uh, I really This is personal, Corey, and we can't lie on the program. I hate New England. Who doesn't? Like, I, I and don't. that's the thing. It's not, it's not just, a, it's not just a, a New York thing. I hate the, I've hated the Patriots for years. I don't, I don't like that team. But that's a New York Jet thing, really. Yeah, it, it, we beat them twice. The only times they lost the suit. I actually, I know. And I was well, always the whole, oh, the, the, the whole NFC. And I was always cheering for the Jets. I'm going to tell you, though, the way the Chargers played in that game, 
I know Baltimore, they had that late little rally, but they have Desmond King. The special teams of the Chargers was actually special. Every year, yeah. have you not noticed? They'll lose on a big kick. They'll screw something up. Bad punt, bad kick. Special teams has killed them. It was brilliant against the Ravens. If they could come out with that plan and the defensive front with Joey Bosa and that speed mm-hmm. against Tom Brady with the wooden leg, if they don't give him proper protection, I could see him getting pummeled. What's the problem is, if you hit Tom Brady, they're going to throw a flag. Hey, I, I remember the Jets game. The guy gives him a little push. Oh, yeah, like just yeah. Helping, helping out New England the whole game. It was ridiculous. I got to take the points with the Chargers. Yeah, and the Patriots it's, are uh, not the same team. Minus four and a half. Minus I four agree. and a half. They're okay. not the same team they've been their whole. I kind of, so far, Corey, I'm thinking Dallas dog. I'm thinking Colts dog. I'm thinking Chargers dog. What about the Chiefs? I kind of like the points with the Colts. Yeah. Yeah. Is it going to be all underdogs again? I don't, I don't know, know if it's going to be all underdogs. There's got to be know. a favorite that wins here. And I think it's the Chiefs. I think you got to count. You gotta I'm going. It. I'll tell you, I'll tell you my, the best bet of the week for me, once again, is that uh, the Colts-Chiefs over that. Yes. yes. Good I call, think 57, Jim. I think over is a lock. Mm-hmm. That game's going to be a track meet. I can see that. They, mm-hmm. they can't stop each other. Yeah. Andrew Luck getting ready. No one's stopping the Chiefs. One anyway. favorite. I actually think the Eagles party comes down. The Saints are going to murder these guys. Yeah, I think so, too. That's my favorite <laughs> and the rest dogs. But, but that, I don't know, most Corey. people thought that was going to happen yesterday. I know, Jim. I'm an idiot. I was all over the Bears like a stooge. Bear down. What happened to the Bears? <laughs> well, like, I didn't think they were going to kill him. I thought they'd win the game. The problem with the Bears is they're a little. Win the game. They, 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 he hit some long passes. Like, Trubisky early in the game was awful. It was awful. And then they gave Philly a field position. Think about Nick Foles, too. He made mistakes. Yeah. He threw the picks, but they just kept on giving them great field position to start, and eventually you get one play, yeah. and then you know you're 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 already going to get points. Like the Bears, kind of, I think they just underrested underestimated Philadelphia. And another thing, Corey is we talked about kickers all season long, Jim. You know that Cody Parkey when he hit four bars, four yeah. bars in one game against the Lions, like he's always been a below average <laughs> yes. kicker. Yes. I told my girlfriend, I go watch, coach is going to call it. She doesn't know anything Freezing. about football. She's a tennis chick, but I say, hey. He's going to call a timeout. They're going to make exactly how it played out. I go, yeah. they missed the second kick now. I just know this guy. And double bar well, again. It did how get bar- tipped. It got tipped it a little bit. It did get right? tipped. It's yeah. crazy, so, though. Like, mm-hmm. can, you, can you guys believe how many bars with one guy? That's bar, good. bar, bar, <laughs> bar, double bar. Thing. How can you underestimate the Eagles at this point? Last yeah. year they won the Super Bowl. They were underestimated the whole way through the playoffs. Uh, you can't really underestimate I just think the Saints anymore. can exploit them with their weapons. Don't Saints you think, Corey? beat the crap out of them earlier well, this year. Well, it depends on which Saints we're talking about, though. The Saints of the last month haven't been the Saints that were early in the season. Once again, they're back to their running ways, their defense tightening up. Right. Um, you know, and they just don't put up a ton of points that way. So I, I don't think it's going to be that huge blowout. Everybody they don't seems have to. to be calling for. Let me get Jim they right quick. Jim, what's the update on the playoff leagues? Oh, real quick. Okay. Um, first of all, I will say this. There, there seems to be something crazy going on with the scoring at my fantasy league. So I need to investigate that after the show because oh, really? when I look at the starting lineup pages, there the scores on the starting lineup pages don't match the scores in the standings. So I, I have to look at that, and I will after the show and let you guys know tomorrow what I find out. But as of now, this is how it is. League one. Jurassic Forest leads with 121.48. That's my man. Matt W. <laughs> Matt W. is second with 121. And then at Thomas, 101.7, is at 119.98. Who's in that league? league one. Who's in that league? That's Corey Lee with, with Corey and Scott are in that league. Okay. The king. The king. Um, league league nah, two, you have. <laughs> I love the king. Is that your king? <laughs> is that your king? <laughs> <laughs> League two, hustle like Russell is on top with 129. Big 
Ruz is second with 128.76. Al Cunado is in third with mm-hmm. 127.18. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's Corey's league. I mean, that's uh, Ventures League. Yeah, I'm in sixth. Uh, league three so. doesn't have any of us. And that Noah K leads with 132.6. John Rocker's bulge is in second at 131. Interesting. And K Rich, 76, is third at 125.98. All right. How and, many guys and in the league, Ventra? There's a lot. 22 in each league, I think, right? And you're six? Yeah, 22, yeah, you're hanging around. I'm hanging around, yep. yeah. That's good. You're lingering. Um, lingering. You're lingering. Dangerous. <laughs> yeah, but see, this, this is what's dangerous <laughs> about these type of leagues is that it's not about who scores early. Yeah. Right. It's who do you have late that you can still Because you can only take each guy once. Exactly. So, nice. yeah, so I, I've already – I played Seahawks. I played Russell Wilson. Oh, yeah. And so I, I, I played Zach Ertz. I hate to see that. You know, he's moving yeah. along, but I can't use him. Yeah, me I can bring in I can bring in Zeke this week. You I know what I'm saying? Him. See, I didn't use Zeke. I can bring in Zeke this week. I can bring in... Uh, Mac? Use Mac? I use Mac. I can play... I Patty. didn't use Mac. I still have Mac. I still have Mac. I can, I can still use Mac. Mahomes? I did play T.Y. Hilton. I can use Mahomes if I want to. So yeah, I still, any of the guys that were on by, you can still use. So anybody that was on by, so yeah, I feel pretty good Yeah, there's still a lot of guys it. left. Yeah. It's going to be the next just, round just, that's going to be difficult. I just wish I didn't use Zach Ertz, you know what I'm saying? You want to use him now, yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to use him. You can use Ebron. No big deal. Oh, I can use Ebron. Ebron. Oh, I can use Blake Jarwin. How about them Cowboys? Uh, <laughs> good luck with that. <laughs> He's good luck with that. <laughs> I love Corey. <laughs> he never, loves his Cowboys no matter what. Hey, they play Amari Cooper. Fancy football frenzy. Hope everybody enjoy yourself this uh, evening. Enjoy whatever you're getting into, you know what I'm saying? So, for the homie Jim Day, Fancy Task for the close of Chris Ventra, shout out to my main man Cam Stewart checking in. Make sure you tune, come back. Game time decisions at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Fancy Football Frenzy, we out.